Well, hi, everyone, and welcome to yet another episode of the Serverless Mindset Podcast, where today I'm joined by Ashwarya Gupta, who's a DevOps engineer at Drishti in Bengaluru, India. Uh, she's a fellow AWS community builder and has done quite a bit of public speaking around the CDK and cloud deployment tools in general. And today she joins me to talk about evaluating infrastructure as code tools for cloud development. Ashwarya, why don't you introduce yourself and then we can get going. Hey, hey, Marco. Hey, everyone. Uh, so I think Marco covered most of it. I've been working on AWS uh, most of my career and I've been part of the AWS uh, community builders. I'm trying uh, to advocate for and uh, speak for more and more AWS services and explore more towards uh, any innovation that we can do as well as some things that are not that popular or might seem as difficult or daunting, uh, experimenting on them and making it easier for everyone else. Fantastic. Well, so as I said, the topic of today's podcast is evaluating infrastructure as code tools for cloud development. So Ashwarya, I, I came across you uh, obviously through the AWS community builders community. And uh, I saw then you, 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 you've been, as I said, you've been giving some talks and speaking about this. So I'm, I'm really fascinated and really curious about sort of your perspective and clearly choosing the right infrastructure as code tool is for cloud development. And especially I think when it comes to things like serverless is crucial before you get going. So why don't you just give us all your perspective here and, um, and an overview. All right. Uh, so uh, cloud IaaS tools, that is infrastructure as code tools are basically built to solve that one problem where on cloud, you don't have to go to the console and manually create infrastructure for your big, complicated real-life projects. So these tools help us uh, remotely deploy our code in form of uh, scriptable languages such as JSON or YAML or HCL, uh, which is by HashiCorp. So there are multiple tools available to do this, but uh, the most popular ones are currently CloudFormation, there is Terraform. These come under uh, tools that use scripting languages, and then there is AWS CDK, which is uh, a wrapper around both of these tools, that is CloudFormation and Terraform, and it can be written in our native programming language, which can be Python, Java, JavaScript, or C Sharp. So uh, the advantages of uh, these language is basically they are easy to learn and we don't have to go and configure each and every uh, step on the console while console gives us a more uh, user-friendly UI so we can understand the service there. But in real life, uh, deployment needs to be more faster, more uh, like there shouldn't be any human errors. In, in that, and it should be reusable as well. Therefore, these tools help us a lot. Uh, I'd, I'd, I've currently worked on CloudFormation and Terraform, and I feel that 
uh, the amount of flexibility required uh, in large scale compli- complicated projects is uh, not well uh, fulfilled by scripting languages because firstly we need to train uh, people to understand those languages secondly uh, there is an issue where we cannot implement uh, conducts of a, a programming language like for example variables or loops or uh, conditions so they make it less readable and uh, more uh, difficult to script and even there are not many tools out there to debug uh, unless you deploy it you won't know if there's an error or if there's a condition that you missed out uh, which is where i'd say exploring cdk is a wonderful option where we can write all of this infrastructure in the form of let's say python since i work in python uh, but it can be any other language and there we can implement uh, some constructs like testing unit testing integration testing as well as code reviews on uh, on all of these infrastructure as code which was previously not possible and uh, that makes this code uh, easy to push to a, a repository easy to maintain as well as deploy that's fantastic yeah thank you thank you for that perspective uh, uh, one of the questions i was going to ask you was sort of what was your perspective on um, but you you've answered that already in terms of between you know yaml or other scripting languages versus um code based tools like the cdk um, I, I did really like what you said there in terms of you know, these sort of scripting languages aren't really fit for large projects, right? They, they, don't, they don't scale very well because then, well, I mean, they do obviously because to an extent because people use them in very large mm-hmm. projects, but um, it is quite hard, you know, once you're trying to sort of write me even something as simple as a loop or, or, or you know, just a, a, any type of logic with, whether it's YAML, whether it's other sort of scripting languages, it is it is sort of quite hard, right? So the one one thing that I wanted to ask you was in terms of you mentioned code reviews. Um, what does that what does that usually look like in sort of your experience or um, when you I don't know maybe with your team or the teams you work with or even just your experience observing others, what does what does reviewing infrastructure as code look like? Is it usually done in the same way as normal code or are there like specific people who are like doing it you know and what what does the process look like in in your in in your experience Uh, so ideally uh, when we push some code to a github repository it's basically a lot of people are working on the same piece of code Uh, an infrastructure code for a real life project could be multiple modules could be 10 15 modules that let's say five or six people are working on uh, remotely. So before uh, the code is merged to the uh, main main branch, there would be someone, someone senior, someone who reviews that code uh, or does runs a pilot, for example, syntax, semantics, uh, or even unit testing before it is merged to the main branch. Uh, all of, if it was written in YAML or JSON, uh, it is hard to do that. Sometimes even when we add some uh, AWS specific logic in CloudFormation YAML templates, uh, a YAML lint tool will not work. A YAML lint tool will give us an error on that, even though it's right. 
therefore when we write this infrastructure in form of let's say python it's easy to use uh, open source tools or even some integrations with our github or gitlab repositories and test this code out before pushing it to main that reduces human errors that reduces any sort of dependencies or compatibility issues that there might be and also it makes it just easier for everyone in the team to understand there need not be a separate engineer writing infrastructure code it can be the developer who writes it gotcha this is a point that i that that one of the things that i like the most about um sort of infrastructure as code is that it sort of it democratizes uh, development in a sense it, it it kind of removes blockers right like i mean i think even just up until maybe a, a few years ago often enough if you needed to make any changes to the infrastructure if you had a development team building the business logic and then you needed to make some infrastructure related change uh mm-hmm. you could be guaranteed that that you you at some point hit a blocker because the ops team or infrastructure team sitting in a completely different room had to sort of go through the process uh of doing that and and no one knew no one knew sort of how each other teams work they they just knew that they had to wait until the thing was done right yeah. um so you had all these blockers um and and i suppose even potentially probably even these different sort of points of failure that the the, the main team working on the, that feature couldn't quite know if something went wrong they couldn't quite know other than you know you 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 phone bill who's in charge of infrastructure and ask him to fix it right but you you don't know exactly what went wrong because you don't understand it definitely and and the error messages are quite misleading sometimes <laughs> oh yes yeah um that no that that's great so um a slightly different question for you something that i've sort of come across sort of uh on 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 online people sort of you know comparing these different tools and um uh, talking about the cdk uh from aws compared with maybe other other sort of frameworks like even for example the serverless framework or or others and one of the criticisms that the cdk i've i've noticed sort of tends to receive is that it's it's harder if if you have a project that's that's built with the cdk it's harder to give it a structure that looks consistent and so for example you know if you start a project using the serverless framework or um you know sam or um you know some other sort of tool that uses a standard kind of scripting language typically if you work with them a couple of times typically when you look at a project that you've never seen before you can kind of understand what what's going on because the yaml like it's all there and it kind of all makes sense it's all in the same place whereas with the cdk because it's normal code the the levels of abstractions or the the, the place that you might put one function versus another uh import one module could look completely different depending on the team the project the 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 the, the preferences of of the developers there could be any number of so it, it's just a little bit hard uh, it's, it's just a bit harder um yeah. do you have any thoughts on this what have you found is there like a structure that you've found or a way that you've found that sort of people can people coming from different projects can jump on a cdk made project and easily find their way in um i mean uh, the point that you made i definitely agree when i started with cdk i know it's a different library in the same language but the way we write it it's quite different from any other regular library you might be using the code is loosely structured 
but it is very customizable sometimes the price we pay for uh, highly customizable tools is it becomes very complex and harder to understand for someone who's just starting with it uh so i feel that yeah it might take some time to get a hang of how we write certain functions or how we call certain values in the cdk code but uh at the same time if it's a very complex project that is in the long run uh, cdk would uh, give us better results as compared to cloud formation since i i'd say if it's if it's a simple project if it's something if it's a poc or if it's a simple uh, let's say uh, serverless lambda function api gateway uh, dynamo db it's much much easier to use a terraform code a uh, piece of terraform code uh, because i don't need all that versatility in my code i just need to create these three resources and i can deploy it and i can maintain it but when it comes to more complex projects uh, although cd cdk has that overhead of trying to understand how it's structured or how we can structure it better it does have uh, good results in the long run excellent yeah I, i i completely agree with that yeah i did like what you said there it's 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 a, it's a small price we pay for higher higher sort of customization which i think it it really like it's a, it's a very very well put way of saying it Another question I have for you is testing, right? So, I mean, notoriously, I think when it comes to sort of YAML-based uh, infrastructure as code tools, testing is is a nightmare. Uh, I mean, I, I, how do you do you even test your YAML components? Um, just so so hard. Now, obviously, the the promise of something like the CDK because it's written with normal code is that you can test it. You know, you write your sort of unit test uh, unit tests and and all that and and that's that's um that's straightforward but what how have you seen that play out in practice what what does it look like in the real world what what type of what i suppose the question is what types of tests do you find yourself and your team sort of writing the most when you use the cdk and which ones do you find most sort of useful what what do you have as part of your pipeline for example um in a typical pipeline that con- contains uh, cdk code for example uh, there's a there's a command in cdk that is called dry run where we can uh, deploy the code dry, dry run it without actually creating any resources so it's a combination of few things depending on i think compliance uh, but uh, it's usually a syntax check and it's usually a dry run of the code now both together would ensure that the piece of code that is being added to the uh, pre-existing code is working as expected uh, uh, the dry run would give us an output let's say if there's a dependency dependency that i have missed or if there's an im role that is uh, incompatible with the use case that i'm trying to solve it would usually give me a result otherwise there is always if we deploy the code the cloud formation fails and then we go back and check what was the problem but usually these two things help us uh, figure out let's say 95% of the problems that might come okay so sy- sy- syntax checks and um, and and just a dry run right right and that 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 makes a lot of sense so would you say do you find yourself writing any unit tests at all for cdk code or do you find that even useful or or not yes uh, unit tests as well i mean uh, 
for the code that I have written is not that uh, large scale. So therefore, we did not include any unit tests. But there is always with CDK, even in the default libraries, uh, there is a pi test uh, code file where we can test out uh, uh, different use cases on our code. Uh, similarly, we follow the same uh, guidelines uh, by CDK. We write some PyTest uh, files, but for the use cases that I've worked on, which were a little less complex, we didn't need those. But yes, that is a good practice to follow when we are writing uh, large code files to deploy infrastructure. Gotcha. Yeah, so last question for you. Anything that the CDK is not doing at the moment that you would like to see in it in the future? Oh, uh, well... I would say when comparing CDK, CDK to Terraform, for example, Terraform is a multi-cloud provider. Terraform works with AWS, GCP, Azure. While CDK, it does support Terraform. It can be wrapped around on top of Terraform. Uh, but there is no uh, inbuilt support for all of these clouds. Uh, like, for example, CDK supports deployment uh, on top of cloud formation, Terraform and Kubernetes. Uh, similarly, uh, something uh, I've, I've used the Terraform uh, wrapper for CDK, and it's I mean if we compare it to AWS, it's not as easy to go, get through. It's not as uh, user friendly. I would say like the point you mentioned before, uh, if we could make the code more user friendly, more readable. Although it is it is uh, easy to write since we don't have to train someone, especially on HCL, which is Terraform's language, or YAML, which even I took a little bit time to get get used to. Uh, it is still not that readable. It is still not. If you look at it, you won't uh, get the structure right away. So if we can more, make it more readable, if we can make it more uh, supportive of other clouds. I think uh, that would make a lot of sense and that would resolve a lot of use cases of people. Okay, that's 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 very interesting. Well, thank you. Thank you so much, Ashwarya, for uh, your perspective here. Uh, I definitely feel like I've learned um, quite a bit here in terms of the CDK. And yeah, thank you. Thank you so much again for your time. Where can people find you or, or, or learn more from you? Um, I am uh, on LinkedIn uh, by the username the Ashwarya Gupta, <laughs> and uh, I am I'm present in the AWS Community Builders Group as well. So if if anyone wants to reach out, I'm always available. Might be a little late in responding. I'm sorry about that, but I, I'm always available for any questions or any collaborations. Again, I'll make sure to put some links in the in the show notes uh, to your LinkedIn. So yeah, thank you. Thank you again, Ashwarya. Thank you so much for your time. And we'll we'll chat soon. Thank you for having me.